0: The only way to elevate is to create a new environment for yourself. So a lot of people will say, oh, you need to be disciplined. You need to be disciplined. You need to be disciplined, which is the answer. But the how is the question, right? Like if you feel like you're stuck in the same place, then you know you need to change your situation. You know you need to change your environment. But the how is the question. How do you do that? Right. And that's really the hard part is the how. So a few things that you can do to change your environment so that you can build discipline, because if we don't build discipline, what we do is atomic habits, we fall to the level of our systems right. We don't fall to the level of our habits because people are like, oh, you need to build discipline, you need to build habits. No, you actually fall to the level of your systems. So if everything is set up for you to fail, for you to be distracted, then when you fall to the level of your system, which we all do, that means that your system is going to be leading you in the wrong direction. You want your system to lead you in the right direction. So for example, let's say that you're wasting too much time on TikTok. One, if you're not using TikTok to actually build your business, to build money, to to build an understanding of new things, if it's not bringing you any wealth in any type of a way, you probably need to just delete the app. Right? And I know it sounds hard, but just delete the app. If you're that, if you have that much social media anxiety that you can't delete the app, remove the app from your home screen. Don't make it somewhere that's easy to click, Right? Readjust your phone. So, I actually have a freebie the five financial apps that you need on your phone. The reason why you need that is because you're on your phone all day, every day. So, if you reorganize your phone to work for you instead of working against you, then you would be falling to the level of your system that is pointing you in the right direction. So, it's really key that you one readjust your phone, right? You probably need to readjust things in your house right? You're worried about, oh, I watch too much Netflix. I watch too much TV. Look at your house. Everything is probably set up for you to watch TV, right? The TV is right in front of the bed, makes it comfortable. The remote's right there. It's too easy, right? Same thing with your living room. Your living room is probably set up for you to watch TV, right? And then you're mad that you're always watching TV. Why? You set up that system for you to funnel yourself to watch TV. So readjust things, reorganize the house, put the the couch in front of the TV, Right. Like these are things that you need to readjust to help you fall to the level of a system that's pointing you in the right direction. Right. You don't eat healthy. Like this is something I struggled with. I was just eating a lot of fast food and it wasn't helping me. Right. So I created a new system. And so on Sundays, I always juice. I juice. I listen to my sermon. Right. I go to the farmer's market and I'm set up for the week. Right that system is setting me up for success, whereas if my system was well, I'm going to order out a couple of days because it's gonna make things easier for me, then I'm falling to the level of a system that's pointing me in a bad direction because it's pointing me to make impulsive decisions, right, so it's creating a system that points you in the right direction
1: wow 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 that that's definitely that's definitely dope, and you know that leads me to say you know as your journey as a financial planner. You know what would you say is the biggest mistake people make in regard to building generation wealth?
0: I think trying to rush things. I think it's important to understand that God's timing is perfect,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? God's timing is perfect, and when you try to rush God's timing, you usually end up hurting yourself. You usually end up hurting yourself. You end up hurting your wealth building journey. Right. And so understanding that God's timing is perfect and he doesn't give you more than you can handle and he doesn't make mistakes. I think that those are all key pieces that I wish I really would have understood earlier in my journey and not tried to rush certain things and do things kind of the backwards way that, you know, honestly caused me to lose money. Right. Because I was rushing things. I wasn't listening to God's timing. And so I think that it's just very important that you pray on decisions before you act on them and you really listen.
1: That's well said. That's well said. And that leads me to ask, you know, uh, you talk about, you know, you pray and, you know, you listen to sermons, you're getting yourself ready throughout the week. Um, How did your faith, you know, guide you and help you in this journey of reaching financial freedom?
0: I think that my faith was there in times that I was really tested because I think that we all, Look at somebody who is our version of successful or our version of what we want to be, and we think, oh, they didn't have any trials and tribulations. It was so easy for them to get there. Look at they're so well spoken, they know everything. And the biggest thing for me was to continue praying and to continue getting the word that says, You're worthy. Because Mm -hmm. everything in life tells us that we're not worthy, right? I had an actual person in my life tell me that I couldn't be a financial advisor because I wasn't smart enough I wasn't articulate enough I was never going to be able to do it and so I carried that burden with me for a while right and a lot of times other people won't see the vision right other people won't see that you're supposed to be x person that you're supposed to be this six-figure earner that you're supposed to be a millionaire that you're supposed to have an eight-figure business people won't see that, people won't see the vision, but God won't give you a vision that you can't fulfill. Uh So I understood at least to that extent that God's not giving me a vision that I cannot fill, right? God is not giving me the ability to become a certified financial planner and help other people if that's not something that I could do. So I think understanding that God has a bigger vision for our lives than even we can understand, that was a really big piece of staying, you know, just faithful to my faith.
1: But that, that that is definitely, that is definitely well said. And I wanted to, you know, quickly talk about something you just mentioned, you know, that you said people won't see, you know, who you're going to be or, you know, the end goal. Um, and oftentimes that's the reason why people don't start. So how are you able to like, you know, overcome that, mindset that you, you won't be this outspoken certified financial player and actually continue to affirm that you know what guy gave you the vision guy gave you and not get distracted not feel like you're not worthy like you said um
0: i literally was like so exhausted from comparing myself to other people, to other what I call successful financial advisors. I was so exhausted. I was like, God, please please lead me in another direction because this is nothing, math nothing, math it's not working for me. And so literally like I listened and he was like one day at a time. He was like mm. one at a time, one step at a time. Like I said, I was trying to rush it and I was trying to be on step 20 when I really was on step one. And I was trying to skip all of these other steps. And God was like, no, one step at a time, one presentation at a time, one paid gig at a time, one financial plan at a time, one person at a time, one family member at a time. Literally, your wealth will be built one step at a time. And so I tried to just jump and skip to step 20. And He kept telling me, one step at a time. Okay. And that was really key for me.